There's a new music business for the 21st century, and now is the best time ever to be in the music business. Because in the new music business, the artist is in charge. My name's Rick Barker, and I've been blessed to make a living in the music business for almost 30 years. I'm a personal manager, author, speaker. Many know me as the manager who launched the career of Taylor Swift. But what I'm most proud of are the thousands of artists from around the world that I manage daily and help navigate this crazy business. This podcast is designed to keep you up to date with the changes in the business and to give you the mindset, tools, and resources that you need to succeed. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So what's interesting about this conversation and what you guys are seeing on video, for those of you that are watching it on video, is the first time I ever talked to Dawn, she was living in a shack and now she's got this office set up. She's like, she's become a businesswoman. <laughs> and she's like, if she's all grown up, it's like, I, I, I don't know what to, what to get with what you got going on there. I mean, this is like <laughs> impressive. Now people are gonna go wanna see the video just to see. When Dawn, when Dawn and I first met, so those of you that have watched any of my videos, anytime I've talked about Facebook Lives, I've always brought up Dawn's name in vain. And for those that don't know our history, Dawn was, was an artist in Nashville. She started doing Facebook Lives. I was teaching Facebook Lives. So everyone just assumed that her and I knew each other and that she was one of my clients. So one day, someone reaches out and they go, hey, is this girl one of yours? And it was a link to Dawn's stuff. And I went in and I was blown away by her consistency. I was blown away by what she was doing. I was blown away that half the day she wasn't wearing any makeup. Every day it was a, a girl in a ball cap because everybody thought that she had to be. It was just like the most real thing that I had ever seen. And I said, no, but she's brilliant but I wish she was because there's so many things that I could help her with as well. So I reached out to Dawn on Instagram or Facebook. I can't remember which one. I think it was Facebook because that's where she was. And she ignored me for a while. <laughs> and I kept telling her, look, I'm the real deal. I promise. I just, I don't want nothing. I just want to talk with you. And then one day she kind of came back and she's like, dude, you are the real deal. I checked you out. But it was like, so tell, tell us what it's like when you get it, people to reach out to you like that. And then I'll go deeper in our story because it even gets more fun. Yeah, well, I come from, you know, I lived in Nashville for a long time. And I, when I was, you know, playing on Broadway and all these places, all you ever did was have people come up to you going, hey, you know, I can help you with this. Or, hey, you know, I, I, I want to help you make it, you know, and I can do this for you and I can do that for you. So I, because my, it didn't resonate with me to like, really follow the whole um the path of just getting a label deal and trying to get on the radio that path that all my friends were doing the same thing we were all playing on broadway you know everybody was doing that same thing and i didn't resonate with the whole idea of just chasing the record deal i wanted to do something like of my own you know and um uh, so every time people would reach out to me it's like no 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 thanks you know and i just try to keep everything independent and keep myself independent and um it was so funny because when you reached out to me because you and i are similar similar in a lot of ways i mean i'm from oh, New York, yes. like i like you know and i just like kind of tell it how it is now when i'm talking to artists and i think all the time i'm like it's like i'm this little baby rick barker <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because artists will come up to me. One did the other day and she's like, Dawn, this isn't working. Tell me why it's not. And she asked me that, right? So I responded. Like I looked at her stuff and I responded, here's why it's not working. This is why. And the first response I got was, that was rude. You're so rude. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling it like it is. I'm having you it. You are. 
Yeah, no, you so are. And the, these Rick Barker moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got to tell what, how it is. Well, and what's funny about that is that our job is not to coddle. Our job is not, you ask a question, what's wrong, we're going to tell you. But the difference between you and I and the thing that makes us different than everyone else is that we also come with a solution. There are so many people where they go, well, this is wrong and this is wrong and yeah. this is wrong. And you're like, great, how do I fix it? Well, I don't know. It's just wrong. And you're like, <laughs> no, it's like you and I are very solutions based. We're also, we come from similar paths as nothing was ever handed to either one of us. You know, it's like when people said, you can't do this, we went out and did it. When people said, well, this won't work, we went and we tried it. And I think we call BS so quick because people are going to, well, I don't have any money. Great. When you started in the woodshed, you didn't have any money either. Well, I don't, I don't, I didn't go to Belmont. Great. I didn't go to Belmont either. Hell, I didn't graduate high school. Yeah. Well, I don't have a, an investor. Great. She didn't have an investor either. What she had was a tool that she chose to use every day. And when she finally reached back out to me, I was <laughs> honored because it took a little while. And all I wanted to do first was teach her how to do the horizontal flip so that she wasn't always left-handed in the mornings. <laughs> because all she did, guys... There was no fancy lights. There was half the time she was popping no. her iPhone up against something. Some books or something. And I had made a guess. I said, I bet you this girl's making. Now, this was before her and I had ever talked. I said, yeah. I bet you this girl's probably making three to 400 bucks a week doing this. And when I asked her, when we finally got a chance to talk, I said, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? And she goes, sure. I said, how much money did you make? doing these Facebook lives last year. And her typical artist answer was, I don't know. I just throw up my tip jar and people put in money and my accountant does my taxes at the end of the year. And I said, well, I bet you it's about this. And she, <laughs> then she got curious and she's like, okay, I'm gonna go find out just how much money that I made. And she came back, typical artist as well. And she said, it was $74,165. I mean, she had the exact number that was there. And I'm like, holy crap, this girl with no manager, no record deal, no touring, not leaving her house, did twice as much as what the average person in the world makes. Let's, let's say the United States. The average person makes about $35,000 a year doing what they hate. This girl made twice that doing what she loves. And I'm like, She's on to something. And then I start convincing her. That was just two years ago. It's like two and a half years ago. Maybe yeah. I'll go back to see when we created yeah. the course. Cause guys, I went to her and I talked her into creating a course that we could do together. And she knew nothing about the yeah. online space. She was like, what do I do? I said, just come to the house. We'll record it. I'll set it up. We'll put it out there. I'll offer it to my audience. We'll split it. She's like, all right, cool. I'm in. Yeah. Just wandered in. Her and her mom showed up at my house one day, <laughs> brought me a sweatshirt. Her it was super mom. cool. <laughs> I still have it. And we just, we just made stuff that made sense to people. And the cool part with all of this is you were doing it because if you go look at her backstory, and we're not going to get a lot into that, she couldn't sing anymore. She was working herself to the bone trying to please everyone else for 40 bucks as a guarantee and hopefully would make tips if anybody showed up doing twice a day and tell them a little bit about that, that switch for yeah. you that said, you know what, 
this is on me now. (laughs) Tell them a little bit for those that don't know the story. And for those that do, it's always great to hear it. And that's why I I so relate to any, every artist, even the artists who right now are in that struggling artist, which a lot are. And um, I was there and in there, I'm talking about like, I lived in that shack, but I had no heat. I had no, it was like, it was a shed that someone had turned into like a little room that I had moved into from living in a tent. I was homeless before I moved into that place. And I was living in a tent for 30 days. We talked about that. And it's like, and I was, you know, washing my hair in a little spigot outside of the tent place before I would go to out drive an hour to go play on Broadway to play for just enough to get gas for the next day. Mm -hmm. I was driving a $500 car. So this is not like all of a sudden not, you know, it's like, it's really crazy to think back now because we're in, I'm almost, I'm like in year five going into year five of using Facebook live. Um, but I was in that place where I just was like, I got to find something else. I got to, I was look, I was searching. I was, it, I was having this moment of what is making it for me? Because so many people come up to you and they're like, you know, one day you're going to make it. And they had just seen you sing on Broadway and they're like, you know, you're a good singer. You should really do this for a living. And I'm like, this is me doing this. Like, this is me trying, you know, this is me performing. I just sang for you. But the whole idea and the concept of what is making it, you know, when people are like, oh, you're going to make it one day. I'm like, what does that really mean? I guess for me, it, the, the click moment that I have was what does that mean for me? It's different for everybody. And what does it mean for me? So for me, it means playing my music, enjoying my life, getting to have the best quality of life and, you know, not necessarily selling out arenas. For me, it means making more of a one-on-one connection. For me, it means different things. So I got clear on that. And then it's like the Facebook Live button came about like right at the right moment for me. I clicked it. I put my phone up on some books. I was sitting in the, you know, I had all my vests and my jackets on because I had no key. And I just sang and I was real with people. And I said, you know, hey, I've got this virtual tip jar I threw up because I play on Broadway for tips. So I thought, why not? And I started playing my original tunes and got my first tip jar hit and was like, whoa like this works, you know? And what was funny is she said, hey, today's tips are gonna go for a space heater. Yes, I did do that. (laughs) I did do that. Oh, how we evolve, you know? Like now looking back, like I get up every morning and I think of something that I'm like, I can't, like I just, I'm just now putting together my home studio, my home recording studio. Like I'll go outside and see my trailer or my car or something and be like, this is so crazy. Like I used to hope one day, you know, I would have a functional vehicle that would not break down on me. You know what I mean? So you you really truly stay in that space of like knowing what that feels like. And that's the hustle. That's why you never stop. One of the coolest moments for me, and this is going to fast forward a little bit, but so Dawn's dream had always been to play the Franklin Theater. And it's here in the community that we live in. And when I got the invite to come to your show, and it was a sold out show at the Franklin Theater. And what was neat about it is you said something from the stage and then I'm going to say something that you said to me in the, in the afterwards with the meet and greet and stuff when we were hanging out is she said from the stage. So there's probably what 180, 220 people in this place. I think it fits about 222. So it was almost, it was almost, yeah. Yeah. So she asked this question. So in the front, she has tables. This is all this little VIP section. And then you have the seats, but she said, she goes just out of curiosity, how many of you have I been in your living room? <laughs> and I guarantee you three quarters of the room from everybody in the VIP all the way back, you saw all these hands raised. And I told my wife, I said, she went from their computer to their living room to selling out the Franklin Theater. And at the end of the show, she said something to me that I will never forget. She says, Rick, she said, just from the VIP tickets, I paid for the rental of this place. I paid for my band. 
I was able to buy all new merch. That's not counting the other 200 tickets. I think they were like 50 or 60 or whatever yeah. that she had VIPs. She had now taken this from this little woodshed to now she went from 5,000 views on her videos, you know, in a day, not a week. Some of you have never had 5,000 on a video, but usually by the end of the day, now that's changed a little bit because Facebook's tightened things up. Mm -hmm. But you were able to take them from your computer to their living rooms. People were flying you all over the world to perform at weddings. I mean, it's like you had this these banners on stage with the list of the people who had also given additional money cool. to help. And you know what, guys? It wasn't companies. It was people. It was Rick and Joe Barr. You know, it was people's names that were on this banner. And what and the fact that you've been able to continue that and now move it into some really cool things. Let's talk about now what you're doing now. People could go back and see the history of this other stuff. What are you doing now? You know, now, because somebody did say something to me the other every, you know, artists are always trying to make excuses. Well, I don't see Dawn. Uh, going live as much as she used to with the virtual tip jar. And I'm like, well, you ain't Dawn making six figures a year either. You know, <laughs> yeah. tell them what the transition has been for you and what is it that you're doing now? Crazy thing about the virtual tip jar is I feel like I started implementing it from the very beginning and I've never just totally quit the tip jar. It's like, it's always, it's like a part of my theme and my, 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 you know, it's kind of part of my thing. And, but it's, what's so interesting is I've started creating branches of income for myself, which I talk about. It's like, okay, what is the core of what I do? It's music. I write songs, you know, but I started growing. I mean, I started building like a branch of writing songs for big companies and doing all these separate things, working with artists, like songwriting things. Multiple guitar, income streams as well. Teaching we guitar it. lessons yeah. to my, to the fans that knew my songs, like doing all these programs, doing all different stuff. So it became like, and then doing living room shows. But then what happened was I, was showing up for a year. I mean, this I'm going really going on my fifth year here with yeah. this and it's crazy. And it's like, it's funny when you say, uh, or for the artists that said they didn't see me with the tip jar, it's because you're not paying for my private group where I have my concerts. But but that's kind of what I moved into now. Because if, if you look at my page now, I do it 20 minutes or less usually. Um, and then I'll, I'll just talk about, you know, my, my fan subscription club where I do concerts, full 90 minute concerts, right? Cool thing about that is you're then creating like a base pay, what we would call a base pay, like on Broadway, sure. you're then creating a base pay for yourself of ticket sales, but then people have already purchased a ticket. So then you throw up your tip jar and, and it's all about feeling, making, making people feel something that they, they move, they like, they tip you and they buy your album based on that feeling you're making them feel, which is why I hate the idea of going, Hey, you know, give me a dollar because if you put that number on there, it tells them, oh, that's how much I should give you, you know, where they could be just moved by that song and go, hey, I have $100 in my PayPal. I'm going to send that over to her because she's making me feel something. So that, that virtual tip jar kind of stayed, but turned into like, okay, I'm going to do 20 minutes, not push my virtual tip jar because I always talk about like, don't do 20 minutes, of, you know, less than 20 minutes. Like, don't go on for 10 minutes and go, oh, well, you know, and keep pushing your tip jar because it's like going to a show and someone does two songs and they're like, they, they, they hit the tip jar and then they're gone, you know? So it's like, at least do 20 minutes or more if you're going to be pushing the jar hard. But I'll go up now. And let's talk that. about pushing the jar hard because what yeah. I've been telling people right now, because unless you've been trained on Broadway, you don't know how to push a jar hard right. that doesn't piss people off. Right. I mean, it is a talent in itself. So what I've told people is this, is I said, why don't you say, look, play a song, Give them something, acknowledge the people that are there and say, 
by the way, some of you have been asking how you can support what it is that I'm doing. You know that we've had to cancel shows and we're not selling as much merch. I've thrown a virtual tip jar up in the description. Thank you for asking. And then just mm -hmm. go on into the next song. That's very subtle. But then something Don taught was then have your phone set up so every time people ding your PayPal, you can start saying, oh, thanks, Rick. Appreciate it, man. Every little bit helps. Molly, you're awesome, darling. Thank you. And Don got really good. And most of you will fumble and trip over yourself, so you're going to have to practice. She's been, she got really good at stopping her songs mid-song, thanking people, and picking up where she left off. It sounded like it was part of the song. You were always acknowledging people. And one of the things that impressed me the most, and because Dawn and I have a relationship, I'm able to call her and ask her questions, is one day I saw that she had played, but she didn't put the, the link. She still made $300 without having to ask people for anything because she had trained them up to that point on this is how you show your appreciation. I also noticed, especially during the holidays, she may not have a tip jar, but she had her PayPal link with a price on it because she was offering an ornament or she was offering a shirt. With Rick's face on it. <laughs> she started utilizing that same concept. So it's like she wasn't always asking. She was making opportunities and offers. And I think that's the biggest thing is some of you are broke because you've never given anyone the opportunity to support you. Do you think that they'll just magically figure it out on their own when today they can consume your music for free? What are you teaching the students that you work with right now that come in scared that are you're like, Dawn, I'm not you. I can't do this. No, you're going to love this one. I just was on a, on a zoom call video uh, training call with, with a guy who says to me, he goes, uh, he's like, I, I just think, you know, he's, he's never gone live before. He's like, I want to start going live, but I'm not sure I want to do the tip jar. I don't feel comfortable because I don't, it's not like I just want to like beg for money like everybody else is doing. Nice. And I'm like, and I'm, <laughs> and I like stopped him to explain that if you are, if first of all, it does matter how good you are. It's not like you just go up there. I was hearing one of your podcasts talking about that. It's not like, and I tell people that if you're not good, it will be so like apparent that you are not ready to be doing this. It's like, it's like coming out anything. It's like having a vacuum and going talking about the vacuum and the vacuum doesn't work. Well, why are people going to buy it? That doesn't make sense. Right. Um, but I told him, I'm like, no, what you're not getting is the con the idea that you're an artist working on a craft giving of something right like you show up and you perform or you show up and you paint or whatever it is you're giving of that gift right and you're making somebody feel something and when you do that if you don't give them an opportunity some way of getting back to you it almost hurts it's almost like hurting them because it's like hey you know you changed my day today like that song sure. changed my day i want to do something what can i do and they look for ways to give back to you so you you're coming there with a product it's not like you're sitting there you know you're not a foundation um, and if you're, and if you're randomly a foundation, because all of a sudden you decide you want to be a singer because you don't have a job or anything and, and you might as well try it and busk on the street, that's a little different, you know, but you got to work on your craft. It has to be good. Well, and I think so often people try to ask for the money or do this before their product is quality. And sometimes you're doing it too fast. I always tell people now, hey, if you have, if you've never done this, just don't show up randomly one day, work people into this, go on, play for five songs and invite people to DM you request on your Instagram. It's like, but you want to give them some sort of call to action. Not every call to action always has to be monetary. Yeah. It just need, you need to teach them how to go that one step further. But the thing is, is these are once again, their tactics, the strategies in life 
and in business, and all of you are businesses, has always been the same. Get your product in front of as many people as possible. Uh, give them something that they have the ability to purchase. And there's only three ways to grow a business. More mm -hmm. customers, raise your prices, or give more people who've already purchased from you multiple opportunities to spend more money with you. That's where you have taken your business from six figures to getting close to multiple six figures is nurturing the folks that have already given you money and walking and what we like to call it is the value ladder. So the value ladder for Dawn starts with Facebook Live, that's free. The next thing up, maybe she offers them a chance to give her a tip, that's the first you know, where we've had some commerce take place, then maybe it's a piece of merch. Then it's an invite to her show, to her private area. Then it's a house concert. Then it's something else. So you've always got that little value ladder as things going on. So you guys need to make the free part the most important. But what's interesting is that people were ultimately not investing in her music. They were investing in her and the relationship that she had with them. Because it's like, I'm sure at some point, these, these gals would ask for the same damn songs over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden, they started asking you, Don mentioned, I don't know if you guys caught this earlier, when she said, I teach guitar lessons to people that want to learn how to do my songs. I think that was one of the first things you started, started monetizing outside of this is people wanted to learn how to play your songs and you were given guitar lessons. Yeah, and we're not talking about, when we say living room shows, like we're not talking about, so a lot of times I say that and someone thinks, oh, they're in the backyard, they're like playing and there's a party going on. No, we're talking about the kind of living room shows that truly, Rick, when I show up at a living room show now, it's like light up signs and like uh, a movie theater screen outside showing pictures and like a welcome sign and lights. I mean, it's not like a little, I mean, I, I seriously have people building, there's, there's a sweet lady out in St. Augustine, Florida. She does it every year and she built me a, she built me a stage last year with my name on. I mean, you show up and you're truly just like, you're overwhelmed with like the amount of time they put into these. Like, it's like a little mini. You become show. a part of their life. You are their child that comes home to visit once a year and they welcome you like that. So let's, let's talk a second with the coronavirus. People were saying, well, I feel weird asking for money right now. And I've got artists right now that are doing more money now than they were before. And I also have people right now like Side Door Access, you know, their average and Side Door Access allows you to put a ticket price mm -hmm. on your show and they'll collect it for you. And it's all run through. You give them the Zoom link or the Facebook link, but it's like people tend to show up when they've already invested a little bit. It makes it easy. You're not asking for money. People are used to buying tickets. They're like two bucks, three bucks, whatever. But their average haul per show went from 430 to over 1,200 during this coronavirus. Have you seen things increase for you or have they kind of stayed the same? So that is a thing that I feel like a lot of artists are asking. It's a like, question right now. Okay, well, I feel like I don't want to push, you know, I don't want to push sales. I don't want to talk about my album. I don't want to do any of this. And I don't want to ask for money at a time like this. And here's the thing. And I've even had, I, I've had a couple of mean messages from people saying, you shouldn't be selling your music. You should be giving it away free. And I find it really uh, how I always respond and to artists, other artists, it's like um, the same thing about you, like you showing up with something about how much people need therapy right now. You know sure. what I mean? You're showing up with something that is of value, right? So, but you have to find a way to, you can, you also want to be careful about how your language is right now in these times because a lot of people have lost their jobs. 
you haven't because you can show up and you can sing, you know, you haven't. So you should show up and sing because that's what you can do. But what I did was I actually did a lockdown with Dawn group. Um, and so I had everybody just coming in for free. Like everybody could get access for free to this lockdown with Dawn group. I mean, we had decals, t-shirts, everything that said lockdown with Dawn. Um, I had a theme song that talked about running out of toilet paper. Like we had just a whole funny <laughs> thing going on. Um, and we made it fun. It was like a hangout and a concert. It was fun. We would call them and talk to them and stuff like that. It was free to get in, but here's how it worked. And it just worked out so well. I, I just had this idea of like, okay, what if I had, what if I let people who could purchase tickets give the gift of music to the people who couldn't? Because you don't want people who've been following you and supporting you all this time. You don't want to go, okay, you can't listen to my music because you're broke right now. You know, that's just not the right yeah. thing to do. No, it's not right. And so, so I made that available. I go, look, guys, everybody stays in the group and here's how it'll work when you trigger me to go live by like, okay, let's just say there's a hundred tickets to get me to go live. So there's clip. 500 people in here. When we get to a hundred tickets triggered, I'll go live. So one of you could buy 20 tickets. One of you buy 10, whoever can purchase a ticket. That's great. You're giving a gift of music to somebody else who can't purchase the ticket at this moment. Maybe next week they buy your ticket. So we started calling them angel tickets, like angel tickets. Investors. Yeah. Like angel and investors. every single yeah. person who bought a few tickets, we named them because you know how much recognition yep. matters. Like it's telling people, yep. Hey, thank you so much. And we would name them and I, and I would do a countdown. And every time, Hey, you know, Jen, thank you so much for, you know, uh, sponsoring 10 tickets and everybody would thank her, you know, for the gift of music. And it became this thing where then people it got it. They were like, okay. So then the next time there was new people purchasing 20, 25, we've had people purchase like a hundred tickets, you know, sure. one person who can. Um, and then we'd give a bunch of stuff away. Like we did like a wheel spin thing where like we could spin a wheel and they'd win something. And we did fun. We made it more lighthearded and fun. But everything you've cool. ever done has been that way. And that's what's so neat about it is you did this lockdown with Dawn. You made money because it's your business. You have to pay your bills too. Trust me, guys. It's like someone said something to me. I had a, I had a lady, same way. I said, you know what? I've done more free my podcast is free. My YouTube channel is free. By the way, I pay to post all those things. I've been doing two-hour Q&As for anyone who's on my list. I sent out an invitation. I charge $300 an hour for my time. That's my way of giving back. But for those that want the opportunity, and then I had a lady that was pretty harsh on me. And I said, you know what's interesting, ma'am? Is I said, I had the ability as a business owner to get $9,783 from the government by just not firing my two employees that I currently have. And I would not have had to have paid that loan back. And I chose not to, because I know there's a business out there that isn't as blessed as I am right but, now. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And, right now I'm able, and to, that's, I'm able to create an income still, so. Yeah, and, and, and as am I. I mean, it's like, hey, have a $97 course that tells people how to build relationships online. I couldn't, it's, I mean, it's been, it's been crazy the way that this works, but it's like the people that expect everything for free. Soon as I get those people that send me an email, I unsubscribe them from any list that I have them on. Yeah. Soon as they say something stupid like that on Instagram or Facebook, I block and I get rid of them. We are all creatives. We all have the ability to make as much money as we possibly can serving as many people as we want to serve. What we do with that money is completely up to us. Some like to give it to charity. Some right. have teenagers, <laughs> you know, yeah. some, we all have bills to pay. And I've got people right now that are saying, Rick, I'm in no hurry to go back to work right now. I'm making more on unemployment than if I were working. 
I'm like, interesting. When we had the tornado here in Nashville, every time I walked into Walgreens, would you like to donate a dollar, $2 or $3? Every day I did. Mm-hmm. Not many, many people aren't going to concerts right now. So that money's available. People aren't going to sporting events right now. That money's available. People aren't at Starbucks every day. That money's available. So to give them an opportunity to give you one or two bucks, don't feel guilty about that at all. And you have to have things like for me, and, and when you get to the point like where I am right now and you, you kind of, you know, you kind of step up on the ladder of different things that you're able to do, you know, the things that you, if you're, if you're coming at this, if you're a creative or you're an artist and you're coming at this like, oh, how can I make the most money? How can I Wrong. think about how I can make the most money? That's not where your brain should be. It should yep. be like, how can I connect to the most connections turn into monetary? It all goes yep. from starts from connection and consistency. And I think we've talked about that so much. It's like yep. consistency showing, you can't go live once and go, and people do this and they message me and I, and I look at their page and I'm like, you've been live one time and you're saying to me that your tip jar didn't work because you went live one time and it didn't work. Like, do you know how long I had to like, no, no one even knew what it, I mean, no, I didn't know what a virtual tip jar was when I started. I mean, now it's all kind of like everywhere. Yeah. So it's so many people are already trained to know what it is. Um, but see, let's go back to that though. When she started, she just saw an opportunity and did it. She didn't come out day one and say, give me all your money. I'm, I'm an artist. I'm playing for free. She was just like, crap, I can get in front of all these people for free. That's how she looked at it. I remember that you were like, wait, I can just turn on my camera, on my phone, start playing, and people show up and start having conversations with me. And at that time, what did you have? 300 followers, 400 followers? Oh, I, I'm, I was on a personal page. I didn't even know anything about a music page, nothing. Like I was so new to Facebook at that time. But the thing is, guys, that when we talk about going live, and so we talk about this too, and I just talked about it on the CD Baby podcast too. It's like when, when we talk about going live, we're not talking about like setting up a whole stage and a production and going, like if you do that, you're gonna, this right here is a connection. If you, if you put all this stuff in front of you, you got all this crazy stuff going on and you got these lights and everything and you're, everyone knows you're in your house. So what the heck are you doing? Like how ridiculous that must look that you're just putting on this ridiculous. I mean, and so it's like, get as real and raw and authentic as you can. The thing is people are craving real, raw, authentic, and you have like huge artists, famous artists going right. live right now and it's so unforgiving that we i might watch one of my favorite artists and go whoa like you know what i mean like on facebook live i might be like if that was one of my buddies i'd be like what else do you know how to do <laughs> Dude, luke bryan was sitting there for the first one he's like is this on he's like all up in the camera my he's left-handed grammys though behind oh. him like just all these grammys behind him and he's just having a hard time struggling yeah. with Facebook Live. but you know what's funny about that and i laughed trust me as soon as i saw that like john legend and katie perry i'm like you know what they should have been doing this all along this because... is something that we've been teaching for three years now I mean, you were doing, we started teaching this thing three years ago, telling you guys, now all of a sudden, the biggest artists in the world are having to do what you're doing. And, and, and then- going the backwards. Big, oh, it's so fun. It's like right now I said something, I said, when all the, when everybody wanted a record deal for a long time, I said, why is it that the major label artists are counting the days till they're out of their deal with their record companies to be able to be independent, just like you guys? Because they know- what freedom you have to make the decisions that you make to do what you do. Speaking of freedom, you have now been, you've been doing coaching for a long time. Now you've stepped in to the course phase. Tell everyone a little bit about what you have and what you have for them that they can take advantage of today. Uh, I invited Dawn on because she called, we were talking about this course and 
you know, I don't want to say I coached on, but when she has questions, she'll call and she'll ask. Yeah. And I, I've done all this. So I just kind of share the information with her. But she told me these things that she had created. Tell us a little bit about what you got. So because for a while I coached artists one-on-one and I had so many just friends of mine and people coming to me going, okay, you did this. How did you do it? Because I started doing podcast interviews and talking with you and all these things. And you did this. How did you do it? It got to the point where like, okay, I'm just going to start creating the program so I don't have to continue to repeat this same stuff. And um, people still, artists still will message me, ask me a question. I'll go in and look at how, like, how, how long through the program did they get and realize they didn't get to that point yet, but they're asking me the question, but they didn't finish the program. So it's a really interesting thing, but I, I just decided to put it all. I put the do's and don'ts of Facebook Live. I put live in five, like, okay, what do you just need? What do you need to go live? How can you just start going live right this moment? What do you actually need? What's the best things to have start going live? And then my 12 steps of making it on Facebook, I call it the opening act because it's like 12 steps of turning Facebook Live into a virtual venue. When you start thinking of it that way right. and, when you, and when you start seeing people as real people and not just followers, you're going to see a total difference in the way you think about things. And it's turning Facebook Live into a virtual venue. So it's just a full 12-step thing. It's all in the, the little bundle that we're doing here. Um, it's 99 bucks. Go grab it before you ask, before you message me and go, hey, how'd you do this? I'm putting it all there. It's there. And no. you have taught me so much. Hey, I wouldn't even be doing courses or have thought of that. I wouldn't even have thought of that if it wasn't for you approaching me. So I know well, so the many problem, people The problem was, is that I could share with them what I was doing teaching. I couldn't share with them what I was doing doing because I'm not an artist. Right. And that's why I brought you in and we had created that course that we had created uh, together uh, the five-figure Facebook ads formula, or whatever it was. One we, girl, one iPhone, something I forget. It was funny that we have that. But uh, if you guys want to know more about Dawn's course, just go to rickbarker.com forward slash Dawn, D-A-W-N. No matter where you're watching this, there'll be a link there for you. And no matter at what time you're listening to it, it's going to be evergreen. So you can always go there. And if that's not there, whatever her current offer is will be there. But this is the time for you to get the information that you need, but more importantly, to start putting the information to work. And what I love with like your live in five, it's, it's 10 minutes, yeah. you know, too often people are buying courses and then they don't do it or they look yeah. at it and go, Oh my gosh, I can't get through this. Or some people yeah. will buy courses and go, what do you mean? It's only 14 modules. And I'm like, do you want to learn how to get this stuff done? Or do you want to feel like you're in a damn class? It's like, I if someone's got a gun to your head and I can talk them out of it in 30 seconds, would you like me to do that? Or do you want me to spend an hour so you feel yeah. like you got the quality attention? That stuff drives I, me crazy. No, us both. I had two people. I've had two people complain to me about that similar thing. And you know what I said? I said, I challenge you. I will, I will refund you if this doesn't work. I said, I challenge you yeah. to go right now. Go Facebook Live using the exact five, five things I just mentioned. Do and, and I even put a description in there of exactly what to use. And I challenge people. I go, look, I challenge you right now. That's what I do at the end of the course because I know artists. I'm like, the first yes. thing you're thinking right now is I can't believe I just spent $10. Like, take what I just said. Take sure. this exact description. Go put it on your Facebook. Go live for at least 20 minutes. If you do not make $10, come back and message me. But do not message me, you know, when you didn't even go through the thing and do it. Well, and I, and I have a conditional guarantee on my social media for music because what they'll do is they'll go through and they'll think just by reading the titles, that that's just not enough. And I'm like, first off, it's over 10 hours for $97. So go screw yourself. I said, second, <laughs> here's the deal. If you go through and apply the tactics 
And at the end of 30 days, you have not, because they can't tell me, it's like there's things in there that I've got clients that bought that course that had 300,000 people already that send me personal things go, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. That's so cool. It's like, go through and try it. Too often you're giving up by just what you read. It's like me saying, well, you're a female singer, so I shouldn't probably listen to you because you probably sound like every other female singer. You'd be pissed off as an artist, but that's how they judge us. It's like, well, what the, the Instagram video was only three minutes. I'm like, that was the welcome part to tell you what to do below the video. So you made your stuff by not even looking at it. And you know what I say, if you're that type of artist, you deserve to be broke, you deserve to be miserable, you deserve for no one to hear your music and just get off the internet because you're in everyone's way. And you it's can't, like, it's really it hard drives to me crazy. Yeah, it's really hard to come to, an you know, it's really hard to come with an excuse to an artist who's actually, done. so it's like when you come to me and you say these things, I could really tell you, like I can, I contact these people myself. I'm like, look, here's exactly what you need to do. You know what I mean? I, it's not like I'm just saying it. I'm not just saying it. I, you can really, like you, like you said, you could really look me up and really see that I did this thing. And I'm just trying to show you how you can do it. I mean, this is not how I make my income. I make my income playing my music. And you think know? about the karma. If you expect everything for free, how pissed are you going to be when you can't get an artist to give you a tip? Yeah. It's like you, but, but cause they can get your music for free. That's the part you guys need to understand. All your music is free. Spotify, Apple, iTunes. No one has to pay to listen to your music, your website. They invest in the relationship. Yeah. So if the first thing you do is go in trying to nickel and dime the people that are trying to help you, and then you want the fans to pay you money and they yeah. don't karma bitch. You know, that's exactly <laughs> the way I look at it. That was the hashtag at the DIY conference a few years ago. So uh, Dawn's got three, three offers, one bundle. She kept it under a hundred bucks. Go to rickbarker.com forward slash Dawn. Also too is she's like me. When you invest in us, we invest in you. When you've made an investment in us and you have a quick question or something's not working, it's very important to us that we help you figure it out. But if mm. you haven't, bought her course or made an investment in her don't get pissed when she doesn't respond back to every instagram message or every email i don't eat either i just tell people i look because everybody wants me to hear their music and i'm like first stop asking industry people to hear your music because you're going to get a bunch of different opinions and it's going to cause chaos and you'll never get your music out i said second is i listen to the music of my clients because they earned that right when they made that investment in me i owe it to them I said something last night. I felt, I felt bad for like a second and then I didn't, but somebody reached out and they go, are you looking for new artists? I said, no, new artists are looking for me. And I, and after I said that, I'm like, gosh, what an ass that may come across. She came back and she said, I, I get what you mean. I'm like, okay, great. Cause I didn't say it to be rude. I'm just like, no, yeah. I'm not every day on TikTok trying to find new artists. Hopefully new artists are coming to me trying to see what I can do to help them. Uh, but well, I that's want the whole thing. Have a product or something where people are like, wow, they did yes. this. They were, you know. Yes, yeah. it's the same thing. And I mean, just from this first part of this interview, there's probably 15 to 20 things that, that we've said that you can take and use immediately. And trust me, we understand that not everyone is financially in a place to do this, but go ask somebody for an early birthday present. Go sit there and sell something in your garage that has a cord on it. Like Gary Vee says, go find anything that plugs into the wall, take a picture, put it on eBay, become resourceful. Because if you can't 
figure out a way right now to start investing in your business. You're not a business. It's just or a go hobby. back to when I needed a heater. Right. And I was real and authentic. And I said, Hey guys, when I went, you know, it's like, Hey, I really like, would like to get, I would like to get to know how to use Facebook live. I would love to start using this as a concert. I've got this program. I really want to get so I can learn how to do this. You could be totally authentic. You would be in that. so surprised how many people would give a couple bucks to help someone out. It's like the kid that comes to school because he wants to sign up to play football. I don't know that kid, but he walked up in his shoulder pads, looked ready to go. Yeah. Here's five bucks, kid. You know, you get enough people to do that. So go to Yeah, but don't just throw yourself up there and, and be like, oh, you know, I'm just going to know what you're doing because it's important purpose. when you have a product. Purpose. It's all yeah. about the purpose. Okay, so rickbarker.com forward slash Dawn. Uh, how else can they connect with you? And I'll put that in the show notes. What's the best way? Is it going to your website? They can go to uh, therealmakingit.com. Yeah, they could go there and contact me or they can contact me on Facebook, music, my music page, Dawn Buyer Music. And they can text me. There's lots of ways. It's easy okay, to go to my so website. How do you spell making it? The real making it. Uh, M-A-K-I-N-G. You did I didn't go for the that. whole little. You didn't go for the southern I mic. Did, I should have. Okay. <laughs> but I'm already coming up with some T-shirt designs for you. I got to come up with something funny. Oh, that'll be great. Well, listen, my dear, I appreciate you. Uh, I miss seeing your face. This is the closest that I get right now since you moved away. Uh, please tell your other half I said hello, and I miss. She's over here too. laughing at you. Okay, good. It. All right, good. So. It was so funny because uh, <laughs> it's like the last time I finally got to see her and meet her in person, you know, it was like, and you got to meet my wife and it was like, because you had met Jill before when you had come to the house, but it's, we have kind of, we've gone in different ways, but we've always come back to each other, which is yep. kind of just the relationship that we have. But what's, what's great is that she's still doing this. It's like when you guys go, man, Rick, you post three times a day. We drink our own Kool-Aid. Anything that we're teaching you, are things that we're doing ourselves or things that our clients are doing because we can't try every experiment, but there's people in different genres and all these different that I coach and that she coaches and things like that. The key is this, go try it. Make sure your music doesn't suck. Make sure that you're just not there talking about yourself. Make a real conscious effort to get people involved. For those of you using Instagram, uh, which you can do this also on Instagram, and now Facebook has now given you the ability to bring someone on live with you. Use that because when you bring them on live, their people get notified that they're on live. So now you're building an audience in real time. Uh, one of the things that's working really well right now, uh, Don, I had one of my girls, Jordana. She went from 300 Instagram followers to 20,000 in two months. She started going live every night. But what she started doing was the iPhone selfie. So she would pause and they would smile and people would do it. And then everybody wanted to get on. So she kept bringing everybody ah. on for these two second selfies. But every time she brought someone on, their fans were noticed and they were just posting these things everywhere. So the iPhone selfie screen capture selfie is working really well right yeah. now as a strategy too. So awesome. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So you guys go to rickbarker.com forward slash Dawn. If you missed any part of this, you can, uh, it just message me someplace and I'll get you that information. And uh, I can't wait to see you, my dear. It's like I said in the text, I hope to be Rick Barker one day when I grow up. <laughs> okay. So 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and thank you for the question. As you see, there is no one size fits all model with the music business, so I do appreciate that. To help you figure out where you are and where you want to get to, head on over to the website, rickparker.com and take the Are You Ready for a Manager assessment. While you're there, you can also click on the podcast link and leave a message. And who knows, maybe you'll be featured in an upcoming episode. If you know someone who can benefit from this, I would really love it if you would give it a share, if you would subscribe it onto whatever platform that it is that you're listening to. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.